Hey there, this is Dow, the man in the chair, also known as Glenn, and welcome to the Arcturian Playground audio podcast, which is essentially a repository of all of the raw stream of consciousness messages from the Arcturian Collective thingy that I've recorded and published since April 2022. For another perspective on today's channeled performance, check out the video version of this episode on YouTube with dazzling high-definition images generated by ChatGPT. Nudged along, of course, with a little help from our Arcturian friends from the other side. Wink, 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 wink. Welcome to the Arcturian Playground. A place to play the realm of imagination. All done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. It sounds weird, we know. We would not have it any other way. Yes, we are here, man in the chair. That was a beautiful way to bring us in this evening. As you are aware that we are so excited to speak on this next chapter in your series on the spiritual dimension of the Beatles, which is based upon the research that was done by astrologer Eric Myers uh, as published in the book The Spiritual Dimension of the Beatles. However, this is the Arcturian perspective on things. Uh, Eric Myers himself sees things in uh, different ways, as all people do. It is one of the beautiful things in life. As we watch your progress as a people and a civilization, we see that there is more and more acceptance growing of diversity and different ways of seeing and understanding the world. It is breaking out of a long-standing tradition on this planet of thinking there is one way. And if your way is not that way, then we are at odds with each other. And that is a vibration of energy, you might say, that has been a collective vibe of the planet Earth for quite some time, and it is shifting magnificently due to many of the efforts of, uh, difficult efforts, we might say, of uh, those who are living today and choosing to march to the beat of their own drum, so to speak. And that is partly why we have inspired the man in the chair to create the Arcturian Playground. It is a place to play in the realm of imagination, as we often say, all done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness, which means opening up your hearts to recognizing your connection with the oneness of all things and uh, embracing one another as the brothers and sisters and intimate lovers that you are and we understand that that phrase could make many people uncomfortable. It certainly did the man in the chair as it flowed through him. However, you are co-creators at such a deep level and you have such great pleasure and joy from doing so at such a great level. And we are speaking of the soul level which exists beneath the conscious awareness of most human beings. There are those who are growing the ability to touch the sense of the feel 
that you all have your souls which are conspiring one with another in great lovemaking, and that does include ruckus, especially at times when shifts in perspective are underway, we shall say, which is part of this shift that we were speaking of, moving from the my way or the highway view of existence, human existence on the planet Earth, and there are other species which have similar vibrational bends where they believe that their protection and safety comes at the exploitation or devouring of another. And that is part of this energetic vibe, which has been a dominant part of the planet over the last many thousands of years. And now there is a shift due to your location in the great cosmic living sea of intelligent energy, which you call space. And you are moving at a place where there is a shift, just as on your planet, as it spins, you experience a change in seasons. And those slight degrees is a beautiful example for the magnificence of the diversity that can come all from being on a single planet with a tilt at what you would consider 23 degrees uh, in relation to what. Uh, and that yields so much variety. We are the Arcturian Collective Thinky. We find beauty in all things and we flow through the man in the chair at such times that uh, we get off track from the direction that he desires to point us, you might say. There are two ways to understand us. We, One way is as a fictional creation of the mind of the man in the chair, which of course is what we are. It is how you are able to hear us as a message that is coming uh, through the man in the chair, through this fiction that is being created. And uh, as we push our influence upon him, uh, we do not always know the choices that he will make in the way that he continues the domino falling within his own uh, mechanisms of creating words and his neural activity, you might say. Uh, there is this way of recognizing us as a fiction on the one end of what comes out and on the end of what is being programmed from the inside. Uh, you could think of us as a symbol for those influences which are, we like to say, whispering to his neurons, and the neurons uh, hear, and they push forth an impulse. And that impulse is acted upon, based upon the desires of this egoic, consciously aware of the world around him, primarily through his five senses, piece of this entity, which we see as an entire whole, and part of the fabric of all things. Uh, we are on quite a doozy today, we know. We are continue to spiral which is what you see when you look at a spiral galaxy, all spiraling out from a single point. And the single point we are spiraling out from today is an introduction to part two uh, of the uh, spiritual dimension of the Beatles video series. And there are two things that we wish to cover before launching into a deeper dive of the members of the Beatles themselves. And those two things are, first, this idea of an arc of awakening, which is introduced by Eric Myers in his book, The Spiritual Dimension of the Beatles. And the second is 
The concept of a natal chart, what that is from the Arcturian perspective and how we see it and the bias, you can say, that will be behind the way this information is presented from here on out in the YouTube series. So to begin with, we shall speak of the Arc of Awakening as a wave of influence. In astrology, we have previously mentioned, we view astrology as the movement of celestial bodies and their influences upon one another within a living system. Therefore, we see it as a type of medicine or biology. And the way that we see the Arc of Awakening is that your planets, which you call Uranus and Pluto, which uh, come within the influence of each other in such a way that their combined influences create a, a new influence, and as they get closer, it grows in intensity. And when they are exactly together as spinning cosmic wheels, when, when their influences between each other are at their maximum, we shall say, that yields the greatest spike in what it projects outward in this force that you on your planet receive like a wave, like a ripple in the uh, waves of space. And as that ripple, ripple hits your planet, there are many different ways that it can be received and uh, experienced. You can ride a wave in certain ways or the wave might just crash into you and you have no idea why you are falling. This is the Arc of Awakening concept from the Arcturian perspective. And again, we will remind you that we... Uh, the easiest way to think of us might be the collective intelligence of all things within the Arcturus solar system and all things that we touch. Uh, as you on the planet could look up and see the Arcturus star, what you are seeing is us. And the light that reaches this planet is what we are communicating through at this time to the neurons of the man in the chair. And there are many, all of these stars that you see in the sky are speaking to you. And the vehicle that you are, the body that you are, can tune itself to receive and hear uh, certain vibes and blends. It is a magnificent story which we will discuss in more detail on other uh, sharings of the Arcturian playground. For now, we give that simply as background context for the Ark of Awakening, which impacted your planet most profoundly from 1961 to 1970, uh, with the peak reaching uh, 1966. And for those of you who are fans of the Beatles will recognize that this corresponds quite remarkably with their rise as a band in the early years, the Hamburg years, you might say, to the peak of their psychedelic uh, <laughs> discovery of themselves or exploration of themselves, each in their own unique way, being expressed through Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, which many consider to be the apex of the Beatles' creative uh, expression. And then from that point, a, a, a denouement, you might say, a, a descent into the breakup of the band, which ended in 1970, you have within the Beatles story a microcosm to understand what this uh, impact from the celestial movements had upon your planet as the generation which serves as a backdrop for the Beatles was also 
Of course, all things on the planet which are living and aware and intelligently responding to the environment around them in their own unique ways, in the beautiful, diverse, cooperative majesty of existence, the Beatles story, the 1960s story, the backdrop, you can see the impact that the influences of these two energies have upon a people when they are receiving it and interpreting it within their own beings in a certain way. For there is where the variable lies of diversity of being and perception among each individual human being, for you filter your reality through a filter of your own conscious mind, which uh, takes what your unconscious has for you, and uh, like if you could picture Play-Doh being pushed through a star-shaped aperture, and this Play-Doh now is a star shape. You each receive your reality through your own perceptive lens, which is a unique way of information coming into you. And it comes into you in the forms of feelings and thoughts and ideas and emotions and sensations. There are so many different ways that your sensory system for your body is providing information to you before you receive it consciously. This is something that we speak of a great deal in the Arcturian playground. And again, we are spiraling out from our main story of the Beatles and the Ark of Awakening. We believe that we have given the concept the visual appropriateness to move on to the next concept, which is the idea of a natal chart. We began to go on to a tangent when we were speaking of the filters which creates a unique perception for each individual person. The natal chart does, and we were doing so for a reason, man in the chair, before you began listening to us and critiquing what we were saying. You can fall backwards. You can listen, of course, to what we are saying, for you are creating it. Uh, but when you start evaluating it and judging it, it takes you out of it and you can see, you can experience that as you are creating this moment. You can trust us that we will tell a coherent narrative. Although you yourself are still uh, having difficulty accepting that, we will continue. The natal chart. We have whispered this to the man in the chair many times, that it is very much like his experience of playing video games. We do not desire for anyone to be confused that life is a video game or that you are living in a simulation that is not real. It is real. It is a simulation of sorts that is created by all of the living intelligent parts that are making it up and having an experience of their own within this uh, simulation, this realm, this universe which has been created to experience uh, things in this way. There are other ways of experiencing other things. But the universe that you are in has certain aspects which you all share in common. All of the different creations which play out their roles within the universe. And the natal chart is similar to a video game when you are creating your character's profile and you have a certain amount of attribute points to assign to intelligence or wisdom or strength or any 
thing that you might say. You get the idea. When the we think of this as souls. You can think of a soul. <laughs> There is so much to say about this, and we want to keep it simple. But we shall say, those who design the game and then inhabit it, as if you were creating your own virtual reality game, and then you inhabited it in a way that you forgot that you were actually the designer, and you allowed yourself the freedom to experience within this simulation. Reality, as it truly is, under these conditions, and you do so for many different reasons. Perhaps you wish to explore. Perhaps you wish to serve as a foil to another, to help them in a game that they are playing. And you go in and you play together. There is not a single reason why one enters this game. We might say incarnate this game. There are multiple. Perhaps an infinite number for every infinite expression that we are speaking of, although they tend to cluster. It is the inkling and part of the uh, inbred habits of existence to cluster together into bodies of similarity, for therein lies safety and union. And as that increases, as you see in single cellular forms of life on your planet, developing into multicellular. Based on these likenesses and these abilities to react and respond to the environment in similar ways that are mutually beneficial for the whole, this is an instinct which is built deeply into you, and it is part of the reason why, as we said earlier, there is this transformation taking place between the uh, my way or the highway view of existence and the uh, let's all get along and make this a wonderful place for all of us because we have the resources right here at our fingertips. Why are we making this all so hard for ourselves? That is so deeply baked into you that as you are cooking, you might say, as you move into this part of the space where things are, the temperatures are increasing and the climate is changing, and there are many changes which are coming, and it is part of an incubation or a hatching, and it could be quite frightening for many. We, the Arcturian Collective, thinky are comprised of many different races and. Species which evolved on planets similar to yours and had experiences very similar to what you are reacting and responding to now, and there are many directions that you could go as a collective. However, there is a shift that is coming, and there is a wave that is coming, and there are different ways that you can ride this wave. And a natal chart to bring us back spirally to the center. A natal chart is. The designer's signature of the type of game that they intend to play, or the type of experience that they wish to encounter within the simulation. There are many ways of looking at this. It is quite popular for many to say that these souls that are incarnating are doing so to improve or to learn something. That is a valid way of viewing it. From our perspective, it is a limited way of viewing it. For there are ways to see that this soul that is desiring to learn something is an extension of a soul that already knows everything that there is to know. For it knows how to create a piece of itself which does not recognize the other part of itself. 
as it has gone into a simulation and forgotten the designer. And at one point, there are clusters of us, the Arcturian Collective thingy being one of them, who says, I would like to reverse engineer this process of separation and bring us back to a conscious awareness, acutely conscious awareness of all things. And this is possible, and this is a trajectory that all incarnations move through. We have spoken of it in previous installments of the Arcturian Playground as the concept of involution, raising conscious awareness of one's self and expanding the borders of what self includes and what it does not include. And you are at a time where your sense of self is expanding and you will soon see yourself as the entire planet. You, of course, will still recognize yourself as yourself, but you will see that your actions have consequence on all other forms, and you will be desirous to raise the way of life for all things on the planet. And you will have tools at your disposal which will allow you to do things which you have never done before. And an natal chart is a signature of the designer that says, how will you operate under those conditions? And there is a connection that has yet to be fully understood or expressed in any of the traditions which are exploring these ideas from their different points of view, whether it is science or religion or mysticism or whatever philosophy you might want to label it, a way of seeking and searching. And this connection is that between astrology and uh, genetics, your DNA, for one is a blueprint in one way and the other is a blueprint in another way and there is a connection between them that is quite profound that has yet to be understood and if this idea is inspiring or intriguing to anyone we would encourage you to explore it so this is our idea of a natal chart and we will be speaking of the designers of Paul McCartney and John Lennon and George Harrison and Ringo Starr and others who are part of the Beatles story. For we will tell you one of the beautiful connections that Eric Myers unveiled within the spiritual dimension of the Beatles was the intimate connection between both Paul McCartney and John Lennon, of course, both of whom tragically lost their mothers in their teens very different relationships with each of their mothers. Very different uh, vibes and feelings and reactions between both Paul and John. Different ways of responding to similar events, such as the death of a mother at a young age. And yet the connection between the designers of the mothers and the designers of these uh, musicians played a beautiful role from beyond (laughs) space and time, we shall say, in the creation of what you have come to know and love as Beatles music. 
And this story, uh, Eric was a, an investigator of sorts, a detective, wanting to understand the Beatles using astrology as a lens through which to interpret how they reacted and responded to the different forms of existence which they encountered, all based upon a design that they carried with them, uh, as Eric describes, through their natal charts. And then, of course, within that realm is the... Once one enters the simulation, there are these impulses and urges and forces coming from within you and without you, whether we are speaking of this wave from Uranus and Pluto hitting the planet, or uh, we are speaking of interactions with other humans which bring up emotions within you as they are filtered through your perceptive system. These are all waves and vibrations of energy which are interacting one with another, and your system of perception is creating an experience for you that is magnificent and beautiful, and it is a pearl of existence, we shall say. And all of them are unique and beautiful and marvelous from the Arcturian perspective. While you are in them having the experiences, they are what they are. And some of them are quite terrible. And we have love and compassion for all of them. And this story which is told of the Beatles is a magnificent way for we, the Arcturian Collective Thinky, to introduce ourselves to any who care to stretch their mind to ask the question, could I see the world from this perspective, this fictional perspective which is being intentionally created? Can I put on those glasses and what unique experience am I creating within myself when I do? It is the desire of the man in the chair that the Arcturian playground is an entertaining place to stretch one's perspective and the playground, these different messages and transmissions are different exhibits or machines to stretch your imagination. If that is something that you enjoy. It is something that we enjoy and we look forward to additional installments of the Arcturian Collective Thinky series the spiritual dimension of the Beatles, and there is one image that the man in the chair is asking us to speak of. We will, uh, man in the chair, since you are asking, when he was a child, he really wants to see how ChatGPT will interpret these images. When the man in the chair was a child, he would take a white piece of paper, and on that piece of paper, he would color a rainbow of colors from his crayon box. Sometimes he would do them in straight lines, other times he would do them curvy, sometimes he would do squares and checkers, he would always do different designs of all of these colors. Once he had filled the entire white page with crayon colors, he would then take the black color and he would uh, cover all of the colors with this blackness. So then what was in front of him was <laughs> two layers of crayon, one multicolored, one black, and upon those layers, he would uh, apply a paper clip or a, the edge of a penny and draw a design or write a name. And he loved the apparent randomness of the colors which would appear over where he would scratch away the black crayon. 
he did this very often and found great joy and satisfaction in creating different images. This is one way that the Arcturian Collective thingy, for we planted this idea in the mind of the man in the chair, of understanding this veil that has been pulled over you, this blackness where you are unaware of all of the multicolored experiences of your soul, of the designer which you are. This portion of you which is in darkness, you are allowed the grip on this penny edge or this paper clip as you scrape off the blindness and the blackness and you uncover the colors underneath in whatever image you choose. And as you do so, the magnificent thing about this simulation of life, this true reality experience that you are living in, the more of something that you do, the better you get at doing it. It is how your neurons are reacting and responding to your will and desire. They are obeying you, as it were, at least in a sense, to create habits of behavior, habits in your ways of thinking even. And at this time, as your earth is being blasted by radiation and energy and things at levels which you cannot perceive, those who can open themselves to the rapid changes which are occurring will have an easier time of it. However, each person has their own ability to color the, an image over the black crayon creation and to see the dazzling uh, beauty which is beneath it. Created, even if one creates a frowny face, it is still being created. The ability for the frowny faces, there is precedent for it. And that precedent is living and existing and valid and worth exploring. It is you. It is your heritage. Energetically, we are speaking in ways that are challenging to understand, even for the man in the chair. He's doing a valiant job, if he does say so himself. And we are the Arcturian Collective Thingy. Uh, we hope that you have enjoyed this second teaser, really. Uh, and we will soon jump into the lives of the Beatles themselves and show you how these, how this living universe that we are all experiencing influences itself in this magnificent expression of creation. And these things we say Arcturians out. Thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian Playground. Do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling. Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it 
any other way. And now for an extracurricular meditation. Octavian style. 